Welcome in, everybody. This is another episode of the Adam Rossing Hockey Podcast. And this is episode number 96. And today we are talking more about growing the sport. Um, over the weekend, if um I was playing some puck, uh tried to do a few things and and I was talking with one of uh my beer leaguers and asked. You know, this is the hardest sport that there is in the world. You you know you know that. And then they're like, I don't know about that. And 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 this guy played triple A baseball for reference, and he said, Yeah, this is pretty hard. I and and for reference, if he is in a beer league with, you know, a few ex college players and guys who um, we're at one point maybe on a travel team. Um, and now you're comparing that to, um, you know, to now where, you know, you have newcomers coming in and, and, and he's a pretty good defenseman too, um, for what it's worth, uh, in, in the world of beer league. But, but he said, yeah, this is much harder than playing baseball. And, and, and and that should tell you something. A guy who almost made it to the show in one other sport, um, you know, one other sport, he almost made it there. Is struggling with this one, and and you could say, oh, Adam, that's just age. He's in his forties or fifties. But but no, I mean, even for something like pickup soccer or um or ultimate frisbee or bowling or something. You know, it, it's pretty easy to get into. You can get the motions right with that. You can get the mechanics right with that. But with hockey, there is, it's not just the mechanics. It's the shot. It's just knowing where to be. It's it's also going a certain speed and picking it up and not, you know, faltering. And, and you know, and, and a lot of people just fall down and not, and uh, aren't, you know, that good on their feet in skates and and you know it's and 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 this is why I also argue that lacrosse is better because because think about it you're you've been on your feet since you were maybe even one year old most of us ha have unless you're up in Canada or Finland or wherever um you're you know you're going to be on your your toes and your hands and and you're going to learn to crawl then you're going to learn to walk and and if you can walk and then you learn to run it like maybe 2 or 3 years old um and 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 you run it 2 or 3 just not knowing what what you're really doing you know but you you understand that you can go faster on your feet at that point and and when you get to um, the age of like five or six, you know, you know how to walk and run and, and you do that every day, essentially, or, or almost every day. And, and it's just simple to understand, you know, and, and you learn how to do it better. You learn how to get a little quicker as well. And then when you go play baseball, basketball or football or lacrosse, you know, you know how to just really run fast and you know and you're learning to compete against your classmates or your teammates and and it's good
jumping on the ice, um, especially when you're in, you're living in an area below the Mason Dixon line is tough. You're not, you're not getting access to ice time every day. And the fact that Austin Matthews came out of the desert just says something about all of it. Um, you, you know, unless your parents are paying, you know, six grand a year for you to go on AAA, um, when you're a teenager, you're not going to get, um, you're not going to get as much ice time as you would. Now, I think if you're, you were in my situation where you had the Cheetahs, you had the JV team and the varsity team, you know, you're going to get some playing time a little bit in there and you're going to be able to do it all a little bit more. I don't think I ever skated more than than five times in my life, five times a week in my life. Out of it, maybe it was six at one point, but I always took a day off for rest as well. Um, there was five days, uh, certainly during uh, some hockey camps I went to. Um, Towson, we did, we, we didn't do, maybe we did one time I was on the ice for six days. Uh, where we had the uh, freshman recruits, or we did um, a late night skate, and and even still, I was even doing it four times a week. But but the majority of your time, you're not going to be on your feet or your legs um, like you traditionally are, and you're walking, and you can walk up to ten thousand, twelve thousand steps a day. This makes it incredibly hard. It is very unnatural to do backward C cuts or even, you know, forward C cuts or just doing C, just doing C cuts in general and crossing over, you know, in fact, this actually just occurred to me. How many um, other sports do you have to cross your feet to, to either accelerate or it's actually a part of the play? If you do that in boxing, you're going down. If you do it in basketball, you're falling down. In baseball, that it it doesn't make sense to do it. Uh, football, good luck. Um, football, good luck. You know, absolutely good luck with that. Um, volleyball, no, does it? Like even even if you're falling down in volleyball, it doesn't make sense. Doesn't work with with that. And 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 these are very unnatural movements as well. Also, you're not backing up as well in in hockey you're not you most sports don't have you you know you know like going hard back like at full speed skating like moving backwards like 150 feet like nearly sprinting backwards you know you know maybe there's like some exceptions if you were doing like stunts for track and field but it's not there as well. So that's another aspect too. It's that that you have to train so differently for this as well. Um, in terms of video games, uh, I did want to get to that. Uh, Trevor Zegris and Sarah Nurse were on the cover of NHL 23. And, and this is no disrespect to them, okay? No disrespect to them at all. But it really should be Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl. And, and, and I think like, you know, you market your stars with this. In 2011, Albert Pujols won the World Series. And then next year, he was on 
the cover of you know big or whatever the video game cover was for uh the nintendo wii and and that is saying something um they now people were making joke video game covers of vander kane as well and you know he's on the oilers he I think he is a little bit more recognizable than Trevor Zegris or Sarah Nurse because, you know, I guess maybe a little bit of his legacy um, or maybe just, you know, the length of his career, rather. And, and, and he plays with McDavid and Dreisaitl. That helps, too. Uh, but but it, it should be McDavid or Dreisaitl. Put them both on the cover. You know, you know because, because, you know... Uh, you know, if, if anything should move, uh, what should move units is your stars. And and they're the two best players right now. Or if not, you could argue Matthews or or Matthew Kachuk um, as well. But they're two of the best players right now. And, and they make them, and they just play so well together. And the fact that they were not on the cover of anything of... For NHL 23 was just you know baffling to me. And 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 Trevor Zegris is not the first person I think about when I think modern day NHL. I think Chucker, I think I'll even think of Brad Marchand before I think of Trevor Zegris. It, it's not a disrespect to Trevor Zegris, but I think if you're gonna market your stars, you need you know market your stars, not you know, market your like it's got to come out of your top 10. It's got to come out of someone who's been recognizable. I, I even think you could have done, you know, Phil Kessel, you know, comes more to mind than Trevor Zegris because Phil Kessel has the Iron Man streak and, and that sort of works as well. He, and, and, and I do think that whatever you're going to do, you know, I, I guess, you know, I get it. You can't put Patrick Kane on the cover of NHL, you know, every single year. It doesn't make sense. But but Trevor Zegers is not the person to think about. And and I and Sarah Nurse, I mean, yes, she's done, done an incredible job for women's hockey since Haley Wickenheiser. But I don't it, it I don't think it just moves units. OK, I think, you know, you know, you should market with your stars. And Sarah Nurse is not a part of the NHL. And she's a great hockey player in her own respect, but she's not a part of the NHL. This is this is an NHL game. It's it's just the way it is. You should get McDavid or Dreisaitl on there. And uh, speaking of Dreisaitl, um, there were some people in Germany that uh, were not, who just didn't know who they were. Who, who, uh, well, McDavid and Drysaddle, but specifically Drysaddle, they didn't know who he was. And, and what had happened was, you know, one guy in Berlin knew, knew who he was. And, and, and remember, Germany has played in Olympic ice hockey before. They have players that have been in the NHL, like Seidenberg. And you can't, you can't, you know, you know, it's like, does this product travel well anymore? And and maybe maybe it doesn't. But I think that you should put um 
you know, Drysaddle or McDavid on the cover or both. Um, and and you know, and we see it translated there. So so that's another issue with the uh, marketing and as well. Um, and, and we only really see McDavid or Drysaddle really on the ice. And and you know, could you could they sell um shoes like Michael Jordan? No. Uh it, in hockey culture, we're taught to be humble. We're taught to be respectful. We we don't say much unless we're talking on the ice as well. Like, like we're too humble. We're not we're not good with media. And and you need to start. I think you should bring in some professionals of like good communication coaches to actually so they can actually talk to the media and actually just you know, be that good personality. I've seen great interviews from Ledecky, Katie Ledecky on, you know, for USA Swimming. Um, You've seen this, like, like there's not like an Allen Iverson moment. Like, you know, we're in here talking about practice and and it goes viral on YouTube and we're still talking about it 15 years later. There's really no movement. You know, there's like, there's not movement. There's really like not really much of that moment as well, with maybe the exception of Steven Stamkos and his son and with his little Zamboni thing uh toy. And but still no one's gonna remember that. They'll remember, you know, um, I think Steph Curry and his daughter Aisha, no, or maybe that's his wife, or his daughter, like like they'll remember that. They'll make they'll make family guy skits about that, but I'm not touching uh Steven Stamkos. Um uh I think like you know like I imagine if Zidane Chara got on an episode of Family Guy. You know, he has been a staple in Boston for so long. You know, Brady was in an episode. Wait, Wade Box got in there too on Family Guy. And and may like, you know, associate them without being on the ice and and like you know what when's the sit where's the sitcom of people pointing to dry or mcdavid you know other than than gretzky on a few occasions it's it's there i i can't remember the last episode of family guy where i saw um gretzky um being referenced you know you know, they'll reference Bono, they'll reference, um, geez, you know, they'll reference Paris Hilton and, uh, uh not, not Shakira, um, uh, Christina Aguilera, they, they'll, they'll reference her. And, and if the NHL does want to improve their marketing, they need to like find a way to get these guys getting good with the media and just, you know, being able to take questions and and just really being a little more personable too, and 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 also, I don't know if their contracts don't allow this, but you need to let them go on TV shows as well. Um, and and here's now now here's another strategy with marketing that they should bring back. There was a, like commercials for oh yeah, check out the Wednesday night rivalry. Um, add on verses or whatever, 
it was back in the day or NB or NHL on NBC. You know, you know, it's like Wednesday night rivalry, Penguins Flyers or Penguins Capitals as well with Doc Emmerich and all that stuff. And and then there were the commercials. Um, Alex Ovechkin prank called Sidney Crosby. Uh you know, there was an episode of the Sedin Twins. There was an episode of, I think, Joe Thornton or Joe Pavelski. Um, and his supposed roommate was, um, you know, pushing, you know, one button on the video game controller. And he was beating him in that video game of the NHL uh, as well. And uh, or maybe and then there was another one of, I think, Joe Thornton again, where he was making toast and he burned the toast. And it's like, yeah, yeah, you see, these guys are relatable. You know, they are they're just like you and me. It's just tough. And and then there's and then there was one commercial where it was this one guy who just could not t- get in the ice bath. And it's like you wouldn't make it in the NHL, but you can watch there. I, I don't think that was the best. But but for the most part, those other commercials that I mentioned were personable. They were, you know, on the money. They, they just did their thing too. You know, they, they were doing their thing and, and also, and also it, it helped grow the sport as well. It it helped grow the sport because, you know, they were funny. They were interesting. You can, you could connect with these guys as well, and it did help grow the sport of um, the National Hockey League as well. So, what do I suggest moving forward for uh, Gary Bettman, um, other than maybe stepping down? <laughs> um, here's here's something. Um, you all right? You can definitely market in, you know, for that Wednesday night slot. Get back the Wednesday night rivalries again. Get penguins flyers in there get the oilers and the flames in there get in the rangers bruins get in the rangers devils get in the bruins flyers get get in the get in the bruins sabers i don't give a crap at this point and you know what i'll i'll put the e on this just for that i don't care but so start by doing the wednesday night rivalries I encourage mcdavid dry settle Ovechkin to go on TV shows and or whoever and just say, hey, this guy plays hockey. Um, you know, we should do something other than like having like Mia Khalifa on, and, and this is why this is going as explicit content. Uh we Mia Khalifa should not be the the supposed number one, you know. Alex Ovechkin fan and and I guess no you know I don't have any beef with her but but you know like he he should be out in you know who should be the face of the NHL it should be McDavid and and I guess from a legacy standpoint it should be Ovechkin as well there's barely any mention of any NHL news on the news during the regular season and and it's like, oh yeah, the Vegas Golden Knights won the cup, like with like twelve goals and stuff. Like, like it, like even that sort of tuned people out as well. If it was Toronto and Edmonton in the finals, you would have so many eyeballs on this 
because one, you get you get a new you had a team that hasn't won the cup in almost forever, in three decades at least. Six or almost six of your Durano, and and it would have been much better. Whew, I've been all over the place with this. Uh, it would have been much better with that, you know, and it would have been much easier to market. Now, you have to go to the desert. You have to go to um, the non-traditional hockey markets. And, um, and I think, you know, even the fact that Vegas won it within six years of their, um, you know, start time, it, it doesn't feel right. It, it didn't feel, you know... Right. You had, it, it didn't feel okay. And, and maybe that was a bit of a turnoff for some hockey fans as well. And I wouldn't have watched that had I not had this podcast. So I think that does say something about it. And, you know, as well. Um, I think, I think putting the NHL on a different network could also work. Um, I don't recall CBS ever having the NHL on. It's been on ABC. It's been on Fox. It's been on TNT now and True TV. And I don't even know what the fuck that is. And uh, like, like uh, as well. And, and True TV is was not a traditional sports channel. It's it's reality TV. And I think that was pretty fucking stupid as well. And some of the games were like on, oh, this is on TNT, this is on True TV, and sometimes they were on both. And then it's like, oh, tell you what, what channel? And then it's like, oh no, we're moving this game to there. Like, like your TV markets were not, were not there either. Okay, and that is, and that does make it frustrating too. And there's no traditional TV guide magazine or anything like that. Uh, as well. Uh, and I think that is a bit unfortunate. Um, so marketing, I think you need to put this back on the traditional um, networks. Uh, ESPN is getting bought out by Disney. And, um, and, and with those logistics, it, you know, Disney selling ESPN, clarifying that uh, ESPN is going to, sold off by Disney to whoever, you know, you know, are they going to accept the NHL on their network too? That's another issue that you're going to need to do. So I think that the NHL should try and get some airtime on um, CBS um, as well. And, uh, and it used to be on, uh, NBC Sports, and maybe it is in some of the local areas, but uh, or whatever their district is, like for Chicago or DC, um, as well. Valley Sports, it's just more, but that's more of a regional thing, as well. And and now baseball has become more regional, as well. But hockey. Hockey can still go nationally. I, I, I definitely see that because a lot of people have moved and, and, you know, you can identify with the Rangers more. You can identify with the Sabres or Flyers because most people who grew up in traditional hockey markets, 
you know, you know, root for those teams, whether they're in Florida, Arizona, Texas, wherever. So, it, so the product can travel nationally. That's not the issue. I think that CBS um, potentially, you know, trying to get, and I, you know, a contract to air some games might actually help because you're, you know, people know CBS. They they don't know True TV. They they but putting it back on the networks is much better than keeping it on True TV or TNT. T- TNT, that's basketball territory. That used to be basketball ter- territory. It's not, not even baseball. Football didn't even come on there. It was just all basketball at one point. I remember that. Um, and it's a shame. So I think that the NHL needs... So let's uh, recap here. NHL needs to, one, get better with its marketing in terms of video games as well. Uh, needs to allow the stars to go on some TV shows as well. They need to do that uh, at least again, because I, I haven't seen that really. So they need to do that. They also need to, um, you know, put it on CBS and and just figure out what ESPN is doing and try and just you know, if if the, e- the new owner of ESPN wants to drop the NHL from their network, you know, they will need to jump ship to CBS. Oh, my God. That was – this was a lot. Um, I think – so I think – so once again, marketing this product has been tough. It's a tough sport to watch. It is tough with some of the rules, and and it's, you know, it's hard to play too. And it does not – it's not easy um, also, especially when there's uh, marketing issues again. Uh, so this has been a weird one as well. So, But I hope you like this. I, I, I really hope you like this. And um, just let me know what you think of this. Uh, I will, um, I think that I'll title this like marketing issues and with the NHL, um, allow them to go back out on you know, TV shows or just try and coordinate with that. Um, I, I'm going to tell this with like marketing in the NHL. Um, uh, the NHL has a marketing problem. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell that. All right. Um, if you like this episode of the Adam Rossini hockey podcast, please subscribe to the Substack. Also, please rate this podcast. Uh, like this on YouTube, subscribe to me on YouTube. Uh, follow me on Spotify. Apple Podcasts, write me a little review. And with that being said, take care.